Yo, what's up? Welcome to Minorities. Here we go. Thank you for joining us on the Minorities podcast. My name is Chris. I'm here with my two best friends from high school. There is... Logan, it's your boy. That me. And me, Dariel, here to stir the pot and sip the tea. Oh, oh, also, do you guys want to hear some scary fucking shit? Yeah, let's so, hear it. Um, the other, um, I don't know if it was, it was like last week or something. There was like this huge summit um, about um, basically like climate change and oh, yeah, um, I saw like the that. state of the world. Uh, yeah, so uh, basically um, we're fucked. Um, Unless right at this very moment in like the next year and a half, two years, um, every corporate entity changes the way that they do things. Um, in 40 years, the surface of the planet is not going to be reckoned. Like it's going to be completely different. Everything is going to change. Our yeah. deserts are going to get wetter. Our forests are going to get drier. Like this is literally what they said in the report. No, they're they're saying that the biodiversity is going to decrease by 60%. So yep. there's not going to be all these different species of animals that we have now. They're all going to adapt and evolve to pretty much live in the exact same climate. And every place is going to be the exact same. There's not going to be yep. like, like you were saying, there's not going to be deserts and forests. They're no, all going to There's going to be same thing. Yeah, there's going to be inhabitable areas and that's it. Yep. It's, like, honestly really terrifying. Yeah, but... You know what? We're here for a good time, not a long time, right, everybody? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, let's just put the fear of God in our followers real quick. Yeah. (laughs) Our tea bags. Yeah, sorry, guys. Didn't mean to stress you out there. Um, But, yeah, so that's just some crazy shit that I keep hearing about, and I'm like, that's good. That's fun. Welcome back, ladies, gays, theys, and the people that aren't them. Uh, before we jump into anything else, we just got a quick announcement for y'all. We got our first international listener, first listener outside of the U.S. So if you live in Canada and have listened to our podcast recently, we appreciate you so much. You are, you're helping us more than you even know. Oh, yeah. Boosting uh, our confidence. Oh, absolutely. Making us think mm-hmm. that this dream could totally become a reality. We really appreciate Hell it. Hell yeah. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, some conspiracy theories. Um, we're kind of going to be diving deep into some stuff that um, you guys may or may not have heard about. Um, and, I mean, I honestly, I feel like that's all, all I can really give. It's going to going to talk about maybe some aliens or maybe going to talk about some some tiny whiny latrixy mitch you need to stop talking <laughs> stuff so it's all going to be very sci-fi but very probable Easy. oh probable. what dare i say dare i say <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah get ready 
Oh, uh, but before we jump into that, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this intro is going to be a little choppy. That's all right. Before that, we're going to do a nice little mental health check. Just check in, see what's going on. And just so you guys know, you are more than welcome to send us your mental health checks. And we will are yeah. more than happy to converse back mm-hmm. and forth. Like, we love hearing from yeah. you guys. If you guys have, like, a embarrassing story you want to send us if you guys have you know like just something about your day that maybe you think it could help other people uh, that we don't talk about very much that you want us to talk about but we love to hear from you guys that's like and we love the interaction like that kind of makes the whole thing like gives it the spice you know gives it the spice. <laughs> so please i mean let us know how y'all are doing there we want to know and maybe we can give you some advice Maybe you guys could give us some advice. Shoot. Shit. <laughs> okay. Chris um, can go first. Chris, didn't Logan go first last time? You I go did. first. I can go first. Uh, All right. Uh, for my mental health check, ignore that voice crack. Um, <laughs> I was not going to say anything. I was just going to chuckle under my brain. <laughs> yeah, keep your chuckling in your brain. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> This is good. This I'm is 21 good. tomorrow, okay? <laughs> I am an adult. <laughs> um, well, that's a part of my mental health check. Uh, my birthday is tomorrow, and I'm finally going to be 21. I swear, the years 18 to 21 went by slower than any other fucking years. Oh my gosh. I believe it. But tomorrow, I'm going to go buy some alcohol. Probably not going to drink a whole lot because i got to work um, the day after tomorrow. So that's pretty cool. But It's a rip. But we do all your drinking have... in the morning. What? You can... I said do all your drinking in the morning. Then you can be drunk all day and then go to bed at a reasonable time. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's my birthday. I don't have to go anywhere. I can exactly. Uh-huh. Okay. That's a good idea. I also just got paid, so I can Uber... I can Uber Eats anything I want. There you go. Yeah. Treat yourself. Mm. All right. Um, but we're also, I'm having a birthday party in a week and one day. And Daryl and Logan are coming up for that. They're coming for like four or five days. I'm so Hell freaking yeah. psyched. I spend so Me long too. with you guys. And this is going to be Liddy Titties. Yes, Hell it yeah. is. It honestly so, doesn't feel like it's only been March since we've seen each other last. Mm-hmm. Like, that's wild. I know, that's super crazy. Uh, still feels like it's been years. I know. But, final consensus of my mental health check? Pretty good. Yeah! For that! Snapped. We Snapped. love a pretty good mental health check. Oh, yeah. Dario. Right. Yeah, Dario. Oh, I'll go next, I suppose. Um, I mean, I feel like my life is just so, like, boring, but everything is just, like, really good right now. It's just, it's the same, but it's good. Like, yeah. making good money, you know, paying my bills. Oh, yeah. Living life. I started eating healthier recently, so that's been super, it's been a fun, I learned how to make, well, I mean, people will probably laugh at me, but I don't cook, okay? I can cook, like, you know, I can put stuff in the oven. I can, like, uh, I have managed to mess up macaroni and cheese 
like six times in the last two months, so I don't cook macaroni and cheese anymore. But I, I've been learning to cook nonetheless. So I cooked lemon chicken a lot recently, and I'm really good at it. So I'm excited about that. Hell yeah. Life skills. Fuck yeah. That's fun. I saw it on your snap the other day that looked It was so good. good. Yeah. I love lemon chicken. So good. But yeah. I think I'm just in the process of learning new things right now. So oh, I'm yeah. I'm excited. So I'd say my mental health check is pretty good. Hell yeah. yeah. That's what we're here for. <laughs> um not to shit on the parade or anything, <laughs> but <laughs> just kidding. Uh I'm not it's not that bad. Um <clears throat> my life has just been very like stagnant as of late. Still waiting on the house. Still waiting on a lot of shit. A lot of shit is just up in the air, and it makes me... I'm an overthinker just by nature. Um, and this is just driving me mad. So, um, other than that, I'm really, really fucking excited to come visit Chris. This is, like I said, I think in another episode, it, coming to visit Chris is kind of the light at the end of the tunnel for me right now. Um, the vacation that everybody needs. Yes, exactly. Like. I'm so excited to just go up. I don't have to think about my fucking house. I don't have to think about fucking, well, I don't have to fucking think about my guinea pigs. I don't have to think about anything. I don't have to think about anything but my friends and having fun and just having a good time. And I yep. so can't fucking wait. It's going to be so much fun. So mental health check with both of those things, it balances out. It's going to be pretty okay this week. That's good. Right. Hell yeah. Pretty okay slash pretty good. <laughs> It's like a seventy-five. Right there. Yeah. It's good. Hell yeah. Well, very nice. We had we had some we had some good mental health checks today. I'd say so. Um. So just like Logan was saying, uh, the three of us have prepared a conspiracy, and we've taken quite a bit of time and one fucked up episode to research everything. Hmm. So, yes, we have, what, everybody. do we want to go ahead and Not just say what our of us slacked? <laughs> Not even me. <laughs> we want to go ahead and go around the quote-unquote room and say what our conspiracies are. Yeah. All right. Go for it, Dariel. The conspiracy that I'm doing is glitches in the Matrix, and. There's not a lot, like, just preemptively for you guys to know, there's not a lot, like, scientifically that I could find as far as glitches in the Matrix goes. It's more just, like, stories from people and, like, kind of what-the-fuck moments, mm -hmm. which everybody has. Like, I, I feel like nice. you have experienced a glitch in the Matrix at least once in your life without even realizing. Like, whether it's, like, the name of something changing, you thought it was this, but now it's this. Like, something like that, that stuff, that's what I would consider a glitch. Because, like, that's just weird. It's just, like, bizarre. Fair. So there's that. Just, just a little, the little toe dip for you guys. <laughs> All right. The other day to support your theory, three million percent. Keep keep going. You you talk about your theory, Chris. I'm sorry. Okay. I gotta find this TikTok for Dario. Also, sorry that I said that. I could have just said that when I was doing mine, but no, it's good. I think it's good to give a little. Teaser. 
Uh, my conspiracy topic today is going to be all about the reptilian elite. Alright, I won't go into too much detail until I start talking about mine, but I'll tell you what, there's some convincing, convincing stuff. It'll kind of make you rethink Ooh. your entire world. Okay, then. Yep. Can I hear Logan. that? Logan, what's your topic? Um, so my topic today, <clears throat> um, it's less of, I don't, I don't really want to call it a conspiracy theory because there's no real conspiracy around it. It's just a very intriguing theory. And like, um, so mine, um, is what I'm going to be talking about today is called the Fermi paradox. Um, it's basically, um, a question, um, that asks, um, based on the probability of life being in the universe, um, and, like, based on, like, how, how much there could be, um, like, where is everybody? Like, that's, that's the baseline question that it asks. Like, that's some big brain shit. Yeah, like, what, and, like, nobody has, I don't know, I'll, I guess I'll get into it, um, when, when I start talking about it, but it's just really interesting, um, and it poses a lot of questions that um, I think could lead into conspiracy theories and that conspiracy theories tie into. And yeah, so yeah, that's all I'll say about it. Yes. All right. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and start with uh, my conspiracy first. So just like I said, uh, the conspiracy theory that I researched was about the reptilian elite all right uh just for anybody who doesn't know uh the reptilians are a tall species of extraterrestrials set out to destroy and enslave the human race all right i know that sounds kind of crazy right off the bat okay but you gotta you gotta throw it out there that's what it's about okay so it's believed that many political leaders and CEOs of big companies and even celebrities are reptilians that are disguised as humans. Um, it's said it's thought of it's thought that um, how they disguise themselves are anything from natural like shape shifting abilities to reptile human hybrids living on the earth right now. Um, Spice and. That the latter one, the reptile human hybrid, is doesn't seem uh too far off considering um at certain points through Earth's history, different races of ETs have come down and uh messed with certain groups of people. Alright, uh there is some proof to this too. This isn't just a claim. Yeah, yeah, this isn't just a claim, like it's it's pretty much proved. Um many artifacts uh were found up to 17,000 BC depicting people with scales and tails found all over the world, not just in, even in one area. So it's not like one culture's kind of thing. They're found everywhere and they're all depicting these things that look that look like people that have reptile skin, reptile features, you know? Um so uh, just a little bit more proof for that, so we can get all this background out of the way. The CIA released a declassified document stating that they have had contact with multiple different races of ET already. So, 
you know, if you, ch the government has lied to us so many times, so it's possible that all of their declassified documents are also a lie, but I, I really, I, I don't know. Take that, take that with what you will, but. They've also stated in a document that they have a treaty with a few different alien species, uh, like they know where they are, um, and in one of these treaties, the government um, just released that they have allowed a certain number of U.S. citizens to be abducted per year. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, so <laughs> it definitely seems like they're already kind of, if they're not living here on Earth, I'm talking about like the reptilians, if they're not already living here on Earth, it seems like they definitely have their ends with like the government and, mm -hmm. you know, all the, all the world with leaders. Humanity. Like yeah, exactly. They're already tied into it. Um, mm -hmm. And then a little bit of a different approach. Uh, scientists also looked into the human genome. All right. They broke it down and they looked at all the specific genes. They found an unknown extraterrestrial stem attached to um, uh, the human genetic code. So in all of the subjects that they tested this for, they found this exact same thing in every single human. Um, so the chance of this sequence, I think it's like seven, seven uh, genes in a row. The chances of that repeating how many times it did is 1 in 10 trillion. That wow. is the chance of that happening by random. By randomness. Which is a very low yeah. fucking chance. <laughs> so That's crazy. Of, right? So because of this find alone, um, it kind of led people to believe that the human genetic code has been manually manipulated. So it's possible that it was manipulated by mm -hmm. an alien species that is, you know, tens of so, thousands of years more advanced than we are, you know? So just to kind of like sprinkle a little bit into this, um, I think I talked about this last time when you when you had talked about this. There's a TV show called uh, The X-Files that um, if you're into this kind of thing, like you've probably seen. Um, but one of the huge, like, huge, massive underlying plots of the entire show is, um, one, the existence of aliens, and two, their, um, their involvement in our government and how our government is, like, tied into them. Um, and this literally came out in the 90s, and one of the things was, um, them putting alien, um, code into human dna so that they could use humans to basically breed and then create human alien hybrids yeah this was in the 90s this entire nine season show was based was based basically around that and then other like supernatural stuff but that's the whole like point of the show that's weird yeah super weird super weird right so Oh, it's so spicy. Yeah. Um, so pretty much what you were just saying, like, uh, people that support this uh, reptilian elite conspiracy, um, they believe that this manipulated sequence of genes is what gives us a higher consciousness. So 
the only thing that separates us from wild animals, from your dogs and everything, is this seven-sequence genome that somehow made us develop something in our brain that eventually led us to know how to do tools, know how to make machines, and have us like keep what, evolving. Like what separated us from the Neanderthals. Exactly. Because they were the first humans. Yep. Early humans. They're literally called early humans. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's like... Fucking insanity. Right? Right? So they also believe that, like, our genetics were altered hundreds of thousands of years ago, like you were saying, like, to early humans um, that were, I don't, I really, I don't know all the answers, but long, a long time ago. Ah, Chris, why don't you know all the answers? No, I know. But, like, long before we even have, like, um, like, the cave drawings and everything and, like, the super early signs of human intelligence. We believe that, or not we, well, I support it, but um, they believe that it was altered that long ago. And that's what developed us um, to think that we need to write everything down and to start taking notes and like what we see. And in the very early stages, Egyptian time, Neanderthals, all that, you see all these depictions of some kind of flying craft or some kind of thing, some kind of big machine that's in the sky above everybody, you know, very, very mythological in a way, you know? Um, but, you know, if ETs are able to manipulate, manipulate our genetic code like this, they could just as easily make hybrids of humans mixed with their own genetic code, you know? If they can yeah. develop a higher consciousness in an entire species, you know, making a hybrid doesn't seem that doesn't seem that far off you're absolutely right yeah. but getting back to the elite portion of the reptile conspiracy uh the reptilians um are not known to be the best species in the galaxy or they're not they're not made out to be that way it's said that reptilians made their way um to the top of like the food chain so to speak by being put in the position to lead big companies uh, or even leading entire countries. Um, so a little fact that supports that is many political leaders are somewhat related. Like many, many political leaders, at least here in the U.S. Crazy. Um, All the people who own the money in basically the whole world are one thing. Yep. Uh, an example of that is uh, Barack Obama is actually a distant cousin of uh, the Bushes. Uh, Gerald Ford, Lyndon B. Johnson, Harry Truman, James Madison, and Winston Churchill. All right. No way. He's related to all those people. Yes. By Holy shit. What? I know. How many of those people am I related to? That's what I want to know. Right? Um, another example is uh, Pre President Franklin is uh, related to uh, Delano Roosevelt and 11 other U.S. presidents. That's and, fucking insane. That makes yeah. me 
squeezy. I know. Just a little, um, just like a little uh, last huge fact. If you go back far enough, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are also related. <sighs> they still share the same fucking blood. You that's makes sense. So many people believe that these examples um, are of rep, uh, reptilian bloodlines that uh, infiltrate the government. So once you know, once you're on the top like that, and you're in the government, and you like have your your literal family just in the government too. It wouldn't be that hard to just, you know, wave your magic wand around and get your other relative members in the government, you know? Even people who are not qualified, I bet. Literally. Just so Uh, that they can have more control. Yeah. So it wouldn't be that hard for them to just keep keep on pretty much getting anybody they want into office. Um... So that was that's like the political side of this, like world leaders, political leaders, just powerful political figures. Um, I mentioned celebrities earlier, like just that uh, reptilian, like celebrities could be reptilians or, you know, hybrids, whatever, whatever your brain's telling you is right. Uh, The thing that gave this theory some light was that people started watching celebrities very closely and notice that would they would do really weird things like almost unhuman type of things an example of that uh was there's a video of taylor swift um and her pupils become slits for a second and what i mean by that is she doesn't blink from up and down in this video she blinks from left to right and they become her pupils like become slits instead of like the circle that they are um, and then uh, as soon as as soon as the quote unquote blink is done, uh, they become round again and they go back to normal. Uh, there's a video of Beyonce's eyes doing that exact same thing. I knew about. Um, I was about to ask you if you had that in your list because I know about that one. Yeah, Beyonce is. There's and her halftime countless. performance that one year. That shit was yep. ridiculous. There's countless examples of Beyonce possibly being. A reptile. Um, Britney Spears' uh, eyes in a video were morphing, or kind of like what I was saying before, like blinking from the left to right sides. But they like def they changed. It was it was more extreme than like the Taylor Swift and the Beyonce video. It was if you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. Um, and then also just to add in another one that you wouldn't really necessarily think Angelina Jolie's did the exact same thing, became slits, blinked from left to right, and then changed back to normal. I feel like that's too many people for it to be a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I know. And that's just, I think that's literally five, four. There are so many celebrities that that happens to. I remember there was a video of Justin Bieber going around the that where his eyes like changed to reptilian eyes. You care if I finish it? Yep. But it just like you were saying, it seems to be like too much of a common experience uh, that these uh, big celebrities have, you know. And uh, a lot of people think that it's like their, you know, quote unquote, true reptilian like features poking out real quick. You know, I don't. Yeah. 
I don't know why. I don't. I don't think they would want to expose himself on purpose. So maybe it's like a. Well, in all these situations with celebrities, these instances probably happen so fast. But there are so many cameras and so many lights and so much stuff on them that it's caught no matter what. Exactly. Even if it is a slip up and they're like, oh, like my lizard eyes hurt. Blink. And then they're back to normal. My lizard eyes hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Spicy. So that's who all you got to look out for, you know. Uh, So... Why do the reptilians care about humans? Um, a common reason why people think that the reptilians are trying to rule the world uh, is to make humanity their slaves. To pretty much make them do anything they want. And uh, pretty stupid, mm-hmm. I'm a very global person, not gonna lie. Yep. Especially if, think- if all of these quote-unquote reptilian people are in positions of power. It's kind of hard to question people who work high up in the government. Like you, it's not right. against the law to do it, but like if there's laws put in place or like they say you have to do this now and it gets passed through whoever else, that's crazy. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're already sheep. Yeah. They've already got us exactly where they want us, and that is the scary part. Yep. Yeah. Um, so. Pretty much what you're just saying, I'm going to go ahead and dive into that for a second. Um, so if you think about it, if they wanted to control us and make us think a certain way, uh, then putting them in the position of like a celebrity, a pop star, a popular actor or actri- actress would pretty much be the quickest way to do it. You know, we already probably have their DNA in us. So... You know? Well, it's because people put celebrities on a pedestal for some reason. They're like gods. Like, no. they're, why? And they're why are exactly. they so much different? Yeah. They have money. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Why are they yeah. so much different from everybody else in the world? Yeah. Like, as kids or even adults, we look up to these people on the screen. Like, we watch them from childhood you know we grow up watching them, possibly. So we think of them as idols, you know, the ones in the TV screen. Um, and because we look up to them, we buy the things that they promote. That's like, they get, they can get paid so much money for doing a single fucking advertisement or commercial, because if they do it as compared to, like, just a random extra person, somebody that nobody knows does a commercial, we're gonna go for the one that the fucking celebrity promotes, you know? They're like, oh, it works for them, so it's gotta work for me too. You know? Yeah. We go out and we buy the products that they promote. So, if you you look at a situation from an outsider point of view, uh, they're pretty much already controlling us. They already already have at least 90% of the population glued to the TV. You know, we're we're already their slaves. Especially with, like, phones and stuff and smartwatches and... Bro... The smart TVs, the mm-hmm. the little vacuums that smart roll around fridge. your house, smart fridges, all that stuff, tear, it kind of scares people. There, right. I've seen there's there's a show called Glove Death and Robots, and there's an episode about all of those systems, and they take over the world. Yep. Deadass. We love. Like, that, that episode had me shook because it's like, it's a realistic thing. Oh, like, the government oh, can tap into whatever they want. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yep. yep. 
So. All right, I keep going oh, on tangents. This shit. Sure good. It gets me riled up. Yeah. It spooks me. Oh, hold up. I really I have to pee. Oh, what? Logan's got to pee. He's got to take a pee break. He didn't even give a warning. He says, I have to pee now. Now, now I have to pee. <laughs> I have to go right now. I'm going to piss my pants. <laughs> oh, while he's peeing, I'm going to go throw the leftover wings in the microwave real quick. Okay. We're right back. Okay. Where did Terry go? She went to go put her leftovers in the microwave. Oh. Mm. I don't want to go to fucking work today, bro. Fuck that. I don't blame you. I had the day off, but I'm a nice fucking bitch. Yep. That's right, homie. It's some good karma. True. Except everybody's going to be mean to me tonight. It's gotten to the awesome. point where, like, <laughs> I'm just tired of hearing people complain. I'm like, yeah. especially when they just, like, keep going on and on about it. It's like, okay. Yep. Like, I, I understand. Like, I'm going to do everything I can to fix it for you, but you standing here and complaining about it is not doing anything. It's just pissing yeah. me off. <laughs> Agreed. Oh. Like, people, this dude literally came down. And, like, was complaining to me about... Or he didn't come down. I had to go to his room to, like, fix something for his TV. He was complaining to me about how there wasn't enough outlets in the room and how about we should change that. He was complaining to me about the drapes in the room and how we should get different drapes. And I was like... Like, I don't... Like, I understand, like, yeah, our hotel's old. And, like, we do need all those things, but, like, please stop complaining to me about shit that I cannot help you with. Yeah, like, I can't fix that right now. So yeah, exactly. And I'm going to start telling people that, because, like, I'm so tired of them just coming and complaining, because they'll do it in a nice way that's, like, I can't even, like, do anything like about it, so I'm just going to... Yeah, yeah, literally. And so I'm about to, I'm about to start being, like, well, if there's something that I can help you with that I actually can do... Then let me know. Otherwise, bye. Yeah. Fuck out of the lobby. Literally, exactly. All right, are you ready? I'm just about done. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in addition to them like being on commercials and controlling us that way, there's also a few incidents. Uh, there's a few incidences of pop artists putting subliminal messages into their music. Um. A subliminal message, by the way, is something that our conscious mind, like our waking mind, can overlook and not pay attention to. But our subconscious notices and takes notes about it. Um, so if an artist puts some kind of uh, message in their music, it could borderline brainwash us to think a certain way. So, like, our subconscious will listen to it, it'll understand it, it'll process it. But our conscious mind, we won't think about it. We won't know that we're thinking about it because it's our subconscious mind, you know? Mm-hmm. But it could make us think a certain way, act a certain way, pretty much whatever they wanted us to do. And we already yeah. listened to all their music. We already listened to all the pop artists. We already, you know, everybody has their own niche. But so I literally just talked about how obsessed I was with Lizzo not even 20 minutes ago. True. I know. Yep. I'm feeding right into it. I'm a sheep. God damn it. All of us are. Like Literally that. every mm-hmm. every person on this earth is like that. 
in some way or another. They really have all their bases covered. Um, but just to go ahead and round up this, uh, this whole thing, reptilians are in powerful, influential, influential spots right now, and uh, they have us right where they want us. Uh, we don't, we don't have to be their slaves. Uh, we just gotta pay attention and don't believe everything you know the media, the politicians, and the celebrities tell us. We gotta have our own way of thinking. We have to. It's okay Just, to go against the grain. Exactly. Yeah, take everything with a grain of rice, you know. Believe what <laughs> believe what is Hell yeah. Follow your beliefs. Don't try to follow somebody else's. Yeah, They're not true. any better than Preach. Exactly. But yeah, that's about it. That's that's my conspiracy. Hell yeah. That was so good. Very good. That was Thank very spicy spicy. Yes it was. That was a long boy, too. It was quite a long one. That was really good. Hell yeah. Okay, so jumping in to mine, uh, I'm doing glitches in the Matrix. So uh, I'll just give you the Google definition of what it is first. So a glitch in the Matrix is like a mistake or an irregularity. It's something that is like not supposed to happen, essentially. So, uh, my opinion is it can be explained as, like, something like deja vu, almost, or, like, uh, I don't know another way to explain it. It's, there's deja vu is one way to explain it, but there's also, it's just, like, one of those moments where you kind of feel like you just weren't there for a second, and something, like, little switched, but you notice it, and to you, it's really big, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, I have a lot of stories. I don't necessarily have, like, a ton of quote-unquote research. But, um, some of these stories, I'm just, they just fit in with the glitch in the Matrix, like, theory, I guess I would call it. So, the first story I'm going to talk about, um, this person was, oh, also I got these off of Reddit. So, if I just, like, looked up Glitch in the Matrix on Reddit, and that's where I got these stories, if you guys want to go look at them. Um, this person, it says, I wrecked my car, but I didn't, question mark. It reads, for starters, I'm, oh, I'm not even going to read that. It's not important. Uh, I was driving home from a neighboring state, dropping my sister off at a friend's house. It was about an hour and a half drive both ways. I get there totally fine, but on my way back, I started getting really tired. It was about 10 p.m. at this point, and there was no other cars on the interstate, thankfully. But it was odd. There is always a few cars or at least 18-wheelers in this stretch. It's, only inter it's the only interstate through the area. I was driving a 2014 Toyota Camry. It's my second one because I was T-boned in the first. And the guy just sort of rolled into the car at 20 miles an hour, and it was total. So I know from experience, these cars don't take a beating. I came along this big curve in the interstate and kind of nodded off and woke up in the next lane. Not safe at all, I know, but this area is very rural, and the next exit wasn't for another 10-ish mile. I shook myself awake, turned up the radio, and rolled down my windows, trying to do anything to keep myself awake. I go another three or four miles down the road and start to nod off again. 
and I think I should pull over and run a lap or two around the car to get my blood my blood pumping. Then I apparently not off again. The next thing I know, I hear a loud bang and felt my car jolt slash bounce on the driver's side, or to the driver's side. I am now fully awake, slam on my brakes, and pull over thinking, fuck, because I know without a doubt the side of my car has been crushed in, and I'm just hoping the damage is contained to one area, but know from the impact that I won't be so lucky. Uh, I get out, still haven't seen a single car, by the way, and walk around the car, bracing myself for the worst, when I see an 18-wheeler has stopped behind me. The driver comes running up and asks if I'm okay, if I need help or anything, and tells me what he saw. I was driving along and started to drift. He thought maybe I was using my phone. Nope, not that stupid. I only drive when I'm falling asleep. (laughs) And then he sees my car, quote-unquote, bounce off something back into my lane, and I hit the brakes. There are lots of... There are lots of guardrails on the right side of the interstate here, so we're both certain of exactly what I hit and how much damage those... Oh, my Atlanta. How much damage those wire rails do and talk about it walking up to the car. Only when we get to the passenger side, there isn't a single scratch on my car. No dents, no nothing. I apparently never hit anything. So we walk back down past his truck. He swears he just cleared a guardrail when he pulled over, but nothing is there. We both just kind of scratch our heads in amazement. He asks if I'm okay to drive now, which I most definitely am now wide awake, and says he'll stay behind me until I get off the interstate since he was going far past my exit. Uh, and then it says that they got home safely and they like didn't tell their spouse about it or whatever. Just a little extra details, but... Reading uh, that story made me think of a time that I've been in a couple accidents, or almost accidents, I should say. Uh, the first time was when I was I was hanging out with a bunch of my friends, and we were going to go up to, like, the monument, I think. And I was coming around this corner, and there was a whole bunch of loose gravel. And I was going relatively slow. I was going like maybe 10, 15 miles an hour around this corner. And my car, the tires like lost traction on the road. So I started drifting and there was a fucking ditch in front of me. Mm. So I drifted into the ditch. But while this was happening, I like blacked out. Like I still ended up in the ditch, but we also didn't end up hitting the ditch hard enough to really do too much damage to my car. Like, it was still obvious it happened, but, like, I felt like I closed my eyes and I opened them and I expected the worst-case scenario. Like, my car was mangled. I wasn't going to be able to drive it out of there. Like, I thought my tire was a goner. Like, craziness. To the ditch. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it was a deep ditch. It was like a canal, bro. It Ooh. was ridiculous. Big. Yeah, I had to get towed out of it. Yeah! That oh night, God. all the people that were with me, there was... I had three friends in the back seat, and he wasn't my boyfriend yet, but I had my boyfriend in the passenger seat. And, um... Yeah, all of them were with me, and then we ended up calling his mom, and she drove up to, like, help us out. And every single person that was with me, I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna get my car out of here. And they were like... How much money do you need? And everyone just started throwing money down to help me get my car out of the ditch. Hell yeah. That was a night to remember. 
But yeah, basically the moral of that story, I don't know if that was a glitch in the Matrix or if that was my body just being like, uh, goodbye. <laughs> like, uh-huh. But I opened my eyes expecting the worst and I drove away from it. Everything worked. I lost a fog light. Like, that was it. Hell yeah. That's so so I had some pretty wicked dents and stuff, but other than that, I only lost a fog light. I didn't even mess up my axle or anything. Damn. Mm-hmm. Bonkers. It's pretty crazy. Could have been like hell bad. Yeah, dude. Oh, but anyways, that brings me to story number two. Hell yeah! I'm still trying to find that TikTok that would support your story. <laughs> so, okay, I'm gonna tell you guys something that I kind of think. So. A little bit of my theory before I get into this next one on the glitches in the Matrix is that it could be like, sure, you can think of it as a glitch, but you can also think of it as like your guardian angel, like reaching into your reality and like making some shit happen. So nothing happens. Right. Or like those in those scenarios when like you think someone like it sounds like someone just screamed your name. Mm -hmm. But there is not a single person in within, like, 50 feet of you any direction. Hmm. That shit is spooky, but it yeah, makes it sense if it's a, like, glitch in the Matrix. Something is just, like, peeking in, and it's like, oh, there's your name, and it's like, what? But anyways. <laughs> that actually happened to so me. So this uh, story. Oh. oh, go ahead, Chris. I was just going to say that happened to me when we worked at Days In. I was there by oh. myself one night. It was like 10 o'clock at night. No more reservations. I was just staying there for another hour so I could finally get off. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I flipped around the no vacancy sign. And as I was walking back to the desk, I heard somebody yell my name. Okay. So the mm-hmm. only person in there was me, Carla, and Vince. There was no guests in like the kitchen area. None in the bathroom. I hadn't seen anybody for a long time. And I was like, okay, so I opened up the door, and nobody was around. Nobody said my name again, you know? So I texted Carla, our boss at the time, and I was like, hey, did you need me? Like, did you yell my name? And she was like, no, definitely didn't. She was like, I would have just gone out there and said your name. I didn't have to yell. And I was like, yeah, Uh, I know. That's just weird. Like, yep, Uh, that's why I'm weirded out. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. It was weird. Super weird when that happens. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's like, well, I'm haunted now. (laughs) Okay, so kind of going along with that, this isn't necessarily just like a name thing, but so the story says, uh, I was out driving and while coming up to a light out of nowhere, I got a sudden feeling of panic and a kind of voice slash thought in my head saying, There's going to be an accident. When the light turned red, I didn't move. In those few seconds where I would have been crossing, a huge truck ran the red light on the other side and would have hit me. Maybe it's nothing, but it freaked me out. I've read stories here before and started wondering what does everyone think is causing these events. So that one is a shorter one, but super crazy. Because I think about this often, like all the time. Because... There was a time I was driving home from somewhere, probably like Brian's aunt's house or something. I don't know. But I was driving on uh, like a straight road and I was passing a gas station. And like 
it's not a residential area by any means. Like, there's a gas station on one corner, a gas station on another, and then, like, a big business right here that teaches people how to work on, like, telephone poles and stuff. Yeah. And then there's, like, re- there's a few houses on that stretch before you can turn to get into the residential area. And I was driving past that, and as I was passing these houses, somebody guns it and stroop, like throws themselves in front of me, and I had to slam on my brakes and skid into the like, uh, like the middle lane, you know? Yeah, like the turning lane. What the fuck? I would never. It literally, I don't know how I reacted so fast. I don't, I didn't have like a voice in my head or anything, but I have never moved so fast, thought so fast, like reacted like lightning in my life. Cause when I say I was like a fourth of a second away from getting T-boned by this motherfucker, I mean it. You could see my skid marks on the road after everything happened. And the guy just drove off. What the fuck? I was in the middle of the road, like, shaking. And, like, nobody around me stopped. And everybody just kept going. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll just drive home. Oh, my God. Yeah, my life, like, fucking flashed before my eyes. If that happened to me, I would have gone into one of those blind rages and played with them. (laughs) Like, that could have just been, like, a strike of luck. But I don't know... It was too close of an encounter. Like, if that guy had pulled out half a second later, yeah. I might have been, like, tumbling mm-hmm. to the other side of the road in my car. Like, yeah. scary shit. What the fuck? That's craziness. But yeah, that story kind of reminded me of that, because I was like, I didn't hear a voice, but that shit was wild, because I almost got in a wicked car accident. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Okay, so uh, this last one uh, is kind of a funny one. It's about someone's cat. (laughs) The the title of it says, My cat went through a closed door upstairs and ended up downstairs. Oh. We love love traveling cats. Oh, yeah. We love it. Those interdimensional beings. Yes. Oh, my gosh. When I saw this story, there was a book that I read when I was a kid, and it was literally called The Time Traveling Cat. Ah. Oh. It was my prized possession for like eight years, and I oh, yeah. loved that it. That sounds honestly really good. My biggest dream when I was a kid was that my cat could talk to me. I would write like little stories, and I'd be like, I would write as if my cat was like alive. Like she would just come in my room and like hang out with me, but I'd have like all these wild adventures in my brain, and I'd be like, Yeah, she's talking. <laughs> Hell yeah! Maybe you I was psychotic, up. but I was having no, fun. No, I did. <laughs> I love my imagination. Hmm. I wish I had the same imagination I did when I was a kid. Right. My imagination was wild. Okay. It says, I have a cat named Chip. He's seven months old and is very curious. Too curious. It's burning hot here, so we have to open the windows at night. I live in a gated community, and it's totally safe. Because the windows are open, Chip stays in my room at night while I sleep. I spend most of my time downstairs, and he does too. We have a routine we follow every day, going to bed and getting up. I take melatonin, I grab my water bottle and phone, I fill up my water and bring it upstairs. I go back downstairs to pick up Chip and bring him upstairs. I enter my room with him and close the door. He goes through the window and I go to sleep. That's it. I did that. 
I know I brought him upstairs because my family saw me carrying him and said that he's grown. I know I closed the door with him inside because my mom entered my room to say goodnight and I watched as the door closed. Chip was in the room. It was 5 a.m. and I couldn't sleep. Chip wasn't on my bed, so I called for him. No answer. I tried again and said, Chip, come here louder. No answer. I worry a little before I remember. Sometimes he likes to sleep under my bed, and when he's in a deep sleep, he doesn't answer. So I stop worrying and go back to sleep. Here's the thing about Chip. He knows his name and understands the command, come here. He always meows when I say his name, and when I say come here, he always answers. I wake up at 9 a.m. and... Whoa. <laughs> I scrolled a little too far. Hold on. <laughs> uh, I wake up at 9 a.m. and look around my room. No chip. Oh, oh, I thought that was like a command. Oh, <laughs> no chip. Yeah, what the That was fuck? unnecessary. For real. I call his name. Nothing. I jump out of bed and search my room, still calling his name. He's not in my clothes closet. He's not behind my nightstand. He's not under my bed. He's not in my room. I look at my doors. It's closed. He hasn't been opened. I go downstairs in a panic, only to up on the couch, resting his eyes. I call out, and he answers with a meow. I walk over and set him on my lap. I'm confused but calmer, knowing he's safe. I text my mom, thinking she might have moved him when she woke up. She didn't. I asked her if she knows... What? I ask her if she knows my door was shut. She's positive. That's when I take a closer look at Chip. His fur is clumpy and what looks like mud on it. I'm trying to brush it out right now. I know it's not litter because it's too big. He's an indoor cat. He's only walked on grass a couple of times with a leash on. He's never even seen mud. Uh, next, I notice that he weighs more and his belly is much more round than last night. He looks like he's been fed breakfast but I know that's not true because mom never moved him and only mom would feed him without. Oh. Yeah. And mom never moved him and only mom would feed him without letting me know first. Dude, this, the way that this text yeah. is, is fucking my eyes up yeah. so bad. Uh, then I got scared again. There's dried blood around one of his eyes and splatter on his white neck fur. I found, I haven't wound or anything so i don't think that it's his we have another cat and they fight but once again chip was in my room where the other cat was not i also checked for the other cat i checked the other cat for wounds and she's fine i know many things and i know this isn't some prank my family pulled or some simple mistake with the routine my family pull pranks and would never pull a prank involving me while i'm sleeping I know, they know i struggle with insomnia my family once again knows not to open my door and let chip out uh, basically, the end of it is, like, she's still confused, but she's happy her cat's saved, but it was super weird. So, in this instance, I don't have a disappearing and reappearing animal, but there has been one instance that I currently, I still have not found the answer to, a phone just literally oh, vanished. True. Out of thin air. Yeah, like I have my phone right now, but the phone I had before it was an iPhone 6 Plus. And it was like rose gold or whatever and everything. And I distinctly remember having it at Chris's house before we went over to one of our other friends. And somewhere between his house and that other friend's house, it was gone. I looked for months for my phone i waited 
so long for it to just pop up because I've had phones disappear and then like reappear before. Oh yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen. I literally had to get a new one because I couldn't contact anybody. We love, we love. So that made me very upset. <laughs> but it was freaking crazy. Like, and first of all, the girl said it sounded like she had a different cat at first when she was describing mm. that the his fur was matted and he was bigger and stuff. I was like, did your yeah. cat time travel and you got him? Exactly. Like, right? Like, what the hell? That yeah. is wild. Oh, oh, another story, but it was just kind of the same thing about when you hear someone, like, scream your name, but there's nobody around. So, I think, honestly, that probably kind of wraps up my portion of the oh. conspiracy theory. I don't because, like, I didn't have a whole lot of actual, like, research, research. Yeah. But it's more of that you kind of just like gnaw like you're like it's just such a weird some people are like oh it's just like coincidence like but how many coincidences can there exactly and you realistic yeah you can't like d what's the word i'm looking for you can't like well no like you can't you just burped right into my phone oh yeah every time it happens at least fucking once Um, Chris, every time he does it, you just need to like amplify it. <laughs> True. Just make it extra loud. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> oh yeah. Um no, you can't like oh you can't dismiss like somebody's experience either. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. so hearing and like a lot of these people when they talk about these things, they like very strongly believe it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because like, they to say it. that Yeah, exactly. And like who's to say that they're lying? Like, you, nobody can say that. So. It's crazy really, stuff to think yeah, about. Really, really crazy. I think it's really interesting to think about it in the light of, like, the guardian angel thing. Because when you think about it like that, some of the stuff that happens, like, with car accidents and stuff, like, that crazy, it mm-hmm. kind of makes sense that a guardian angel would step in and do something. Yeah. Because, like, an alternate timeline also makes sense, but it... It feels a little bit harder to attain as constantly as this happens. Mm-hmm. Fair. And just like with random stuff, like there was a story that I saw, I haven't read it, but it was about a water bottle. And they said that their water changed from Dasani to like a different brand of water halfway through their drive. Um, yeah. Like I said, I haven't read the story yet, but uh-oh. like, what the fuck? I'd be fighting somebody. <laughs> That's wild. Mm-hmm. Y'all, this motherfucking video. <laughs> How long ago did I watch this? It was so good. It was this girl. Okay, so if I can try and remember. There was this girl, um, and she was basically talking about um, how... Such a life-changing video, and you can't even remember what it said. Yeah. So I, <laughs> there was, there was a point in her story where she, like, something happened to her, and she literally like felt different. Like she was like, "Ooh, like something's different. Like something's weird." Mm-hmm. And um, she was like on this trip, and then she gets back from the trip, 
and she goes to this restaurant that she always goes to with her friends, except for now, the restaurant is just on the other side of the street. And she asks her friend, and like, up to this point, she had like already felt like she had like done something weird, like switched into like some other way. Oh, that's, that's what it was. That's what it was. Oh my God. Okay. It's mirrors. So they were on this trip and they went into this fun house and one of the rooms in the fun house was a room that was literally covered in like thousands of mirrors. And they say that when you put two mirrors together, it creates a portal. Portal. Um, and so she like already before she walked into the room, she was like, I feel like I, I don't know if I want to come in here just cause like, I don't know like what's going to happen. Like I really don't. And she said she was in the room with the thousand other versions of herself. And she literally just like felt something like change. That's and, crazy. Yeah. And she was like, and she remembers, she was like, I remember being in there and being like, did, did that, like, did I just, did I just, like, switch? Like, did, did that just yeah. happen? And so she was like, whatever. So she, like, leaves and doesn't really think much about it. And then that's when they get back. Like, they get back and they go to eat at this restaurant that they always eat at. And it's on the other side of the street, like, on the opposite corner that it used to be on. Yeah. And she asked all of her friends if any of them remembered it being, they were, she was like, this, like, isn't right. Like, it's supposed to be on this side of the street. And her friends are all like, no, it's, like, always been on this side of the street. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, that's that because to make you. Me feel... Yeah. Well, no, but she, like, understands. She's like, she was like, that's because to them, like, it always has been on the other side of the street. Like, what if she really did switch reality? Like, she switched into our reality. And that's how I was able to see that video. And in our reality, her restaurant is on the other side of the street. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I kind of broke my brain. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That is super wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, those fun houses must be haunted as shit. Because they really are just mirrors upon mirrors, all facing each other. There's like mm-hmm. hundreds of mirrors. So. Oh, yeah. I totally fucking believe that shit. 100%. Super weird. Mm. Big oof. All right, y'all. So. Okay, okay, guys, so um, we're coming back into this. Darielle was the last one who shared her conspiracy. Um, it just happened, so we're not going to recap it. Um, but uh, this is the second day of us recording. We had to cut it off a little short yesterday. I unfortunately had to work. Um, but we're coming back in today with my uh, conspiracy, and we also have kind of a exciting little announcement. Um, today, as of August 15th at like 7.36 in the morning, Christopher, what's your middle name? Michael? Michael? Joseph. Oh my god. That was a white name like Joseph or Michael or something. <laughs> Joseph Benning. Turns 21, bitches! <laughs> yeah! Hell yeah! Officially, on today, I'm legally allowed to get drunk. Hell yeah, so you do be a little drunky right now, and we can say that. <laughs> you know, we've been celebrating so far. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> That's what we like to hear. How a true 21st birthday should be done. True. With lots of drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so... Um, I guess we'll just like hop right into it. Um, so my conspiracy today, um, is 
like I said before, it's not really a conspiracy. It's more of like a general hypothesis that opens the door to a lot of conspiracies. Um, and so it's called the Fermi's Paradox. Um, basically where it came from was a group of scientists um, discussing UFOs at the Los Alamos lab in like the 1950s. I think it was like I think it was actually 1950. Yeah. Um, and somebody um, basically asked, um, like, where is everybody? Um, and um, yeah, so basically um, the question, like a basic expansion on the question um, is if the universe is unfathomably, unfathomably large, um, the probability of intelligent alien life seems almost certain. But since the universe is also 14 billion years old, it would seem to afford plenty of time for, the, for these beings to make themselves known to humanity. So where is everybody? Um, and like just that question alone, it like really kind of makes you think, because like the universe is 14 billion years old. Earth rest in peace to anybody who has a deep faith in their religion. Um, the Earth is 4.9 billion years old. Um, and we've only been here for our basic first evolution were Neanderthals. And that was 500,000 years ago. And just the Earth alone is 4.9 billion years old. And it has sustained life for millions of like hundreds of millions of years so it's like not like if you really think about it some planet like of just across our own galaxy the milky way could very well be even if it's only two billion years old or if it's 10 billion years old and all of that time like look where we are we're not like the most advanced species that could possibly ever exist but we're very advanced and we're only what half half an eon old as a species like that's that's insane and so like think of how much other life has evolved and been destroyed and evolved again and like why why couldn't like some other life be I don't know, intelligent enough to make that contact with us. Like, look, look where we're at as a society is in, like, unfortunately, we're talking about commercial space travel um, and getting people up into space, like, on the regular just and, like, that just being... Shits and gigs. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It's just, like, to me, like, it's just crazy to think about that and, like, Think about all the other possible, just, that sounds so stupid, but, like, the possible possibilities, like, the endless possibilities. Like, there's just so much and intrigue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, because you were talking to me about it earlier. Put it the way you put it to me earlier when you were thinking about, like, where we are in the galaxy versus where everybody else is. Oh, yeah. Because that was a really kind of put it in Yeah. So, like... As far as like where, so 
pretty much um like one of the things um that this um question opens up it like opens up three three branches of questions that kind of overview anything that it encompasses i don't really know how to describe that but oh i literally wrote it down answers to this question all fall under three broad categories um one they're nowhere and no when um and it says in the article that that kind of um like that would make sense if you like believed in i think it was the aristotle um let's see yeah aristotle and ptolemy um which is like their view of the universe is every uh, everything centers around the earth and the earth is the center of everything so that would like kind of make sense um if that were the case but it's not um the second one is that life is out there but intelligence isn't um basically meaning that there is other life but it's just not smart enough to be able to make that contact with anything um and then the third question is that intelligent life is abundant but or like the third answer is that intelligent life is abundant but quiet and that one kind of like is the most honestly thought provoking and like it really makes you wonder like why so if you look at like where we are like if you think of the milky way as um a country or like a city um we're like a rural like hundreds of miles away from any store any gas station like that's where we're placed in the milky way we're so far on the out like on the outside that like if there was any other life it probably would be closer to the center where most other stars and most other planets and stuff would be so like one why would they come out like why what would even be the point we're just like out here like barely able to fucking do anything and like so what's the point of even trying to contact us like we're meaningless um and then the other thing um that i think is the one that i was talking to you about is that like other species know like they're aware of their existence they're aware of the existence of other beings in the universe um however they're so aware that there is um that they know about there could be like another alien species that like hunts out any sort of intelligent life that tries to reach out and make contact with anybody because they know that they're advanced enough that they could like do something and so as soon as they get a whiff of that they just take out that entire civilization um and so then nobody's going to try and make contact with anybody and if anybody doesn't know about that and they do then it's just that's just you're just over and so i don't know it just like there's so many things to like ponder like with this and it's just it's really fucking crazy like they're I don't know. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on this? That's what I'm so saying. pretty quiet, Chris. I want to know what your thoughts are on this so far. Um, I'm totally just, I'm listening and I, I completely, I definitely think there's intelligent life out there that's just quiet. Um, a lot of what you were saying kind of reminded me of this book that I'm reading right now. Um, if 
any of our listeners are into like reading about aliens, you know, um, there's this there's this author who is a hypnotic progressionist. Right, her name is Dolores Cannon, and I just bought her book, uh, Keepers of the Garden. She wrote it in the '90s, and it talks about like her um, experience when she was regressing this guy that was a client of hers. Um, and it was supposed to be for childhood trauma, but he ended up talking about his past life that he had, you know. And then another past life of his was on a different planet. So Ooh, that's so, yeah. If you want some fucking food for that, I highly recommend Keepers of the Garden by Dolores Cannon. Definitely check it out. I we love a good plug. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And <clears throat> so I guess that could also be like one thing like that could be I don't know if that's really either a conspiracy either or if it's just a theory, but like the shared consciousness of that like everything in the universe is connected and that like like literally like we're made out of whatever happened in the big bang like Uh we're made out of all of that shit all of that energy so like it makes sense that everything like would be connected and everything would have like this i don't know that like you just I don't even know how to explain it because like, it sounds insane but the way that you explained it just now it kind of makes sense how some people have like what people consider like these magical powers to like see things or to connect with beings or to do these crazy things, these crazy otherworldly things that you wouldn't think a human could do. And the fact that we are made up of all of these little particles of all these crazy things, it it makes a lot of sense. We die. Like it's not just like our flesh and blood that passes on. Like there's, there's something inside of us. Like there, there is something there. And, like, when you die, that energy, it goes somewhere. It does. It has to to go somewhere. It has to. There are too many stories of, whether it be super incredibly haunted places or places that have so much historic background, Mm -hmm. you feel a different energy. You feel, and if you're not the type of person who, like, recognizes when you feel stuff like that, it's fine. But, like, even when you walk into an area that's, like, super, for somber and really sad you cannot tell me you don't feel that yes. energy yes. and that is the feeling that we are talking about like yeah. you feel that energy and sometimes you get a weird stuff. feeling in other places yeah. and that would explain that weird feeling is you're just feeling some type of energy yeah. that you're not used to exactly or like when you like when you or like a group of people walk into a place and all of you at the same time like just kind of look at each other and are like you feel that mm-hmm. like what what is that like that, that's that's, that's, that's it back to like glitches in the matrix like are they glitches in the matrix or is there some puppet master in the galaxy that's like zapping random things <laughs> yeah. and it's like let's see what's gonna happen <laughs> exactly like you truly <laughs> don't know these alternate time so let's and it, it, it dips a theory with the lizard people like this comes to a little bit of everything yeah and it like i don't know it's just like it's really insane and like even if you're not looking at the third question, like the other ones are kind of crazy too. Like the first one, they're nowhere and no when. Like what if? That's like the people who are like, time is like a man-made construct. That sentence kind of reminds me of yeah. that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, and that's like, and that's kind of like what it is. It's that like we, it's pretty much saying that like we're the only, like we're the only beings. 
like that's what that is is that like we're the only life that has evolved intelligently enough to be where we're at today also no offense to anyone but if anyone truly believes that we're the only thing in this galaxy (laughs) anywhere in anywhere like in space Mm. i'd hate to burst your bubble we're literally not <laughs> like yeah. we're the last thing that invented is, in I, this crazy space muck. Yeah, like we are the last we, thing that anyone is thinking about. That's why we're fleshy. We're soft exactly. and squishy and easily uh-huh. killable. Like, exactly. Uh, what is an alien with that besides mutate it into something stronger? Better. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Like we're like a blue to build something better yeah. which is what aliens are like evolving it's kind of scary to think about it like that but with so much life out there and so much intelligence that the government has access to like a toothpicks worth of stuff that is out there in the entire universe uh-huh. like and when you think about when i think about stuff like this it makes me feel so small yes and it kind of yes. like makes me panic but it's also really cool to think about it because you're like like whoa like wow it, 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 when you think about it like that sometimes it really puts some of your stuff in perspective yeah like holy it's shit like, wow. okay here's the thing though is logan you were talking about like everything being connected so instead of so mm-hmm. ariel try to um are you thinking it's some kind of thing does the feeling kind of feel like anxiety when you think about it too much feeling small oh yeah so try to turn that into excitement because it's not that you're so small and alone is you are literally connected to everything out there too there's in quantum there's physics so much to like explore and yeah. like in quantum physics there's i don't remember what it's called but it's called like something like an entangled atom or something and that's when uh i think when it's entanglement get, theory yeah when two atoms get like tangled up they sensibly are connected no matter how far they go apart so one entangled atom could be here where I live right now, and the other one could be like 14 galaxies away, and no matter what, what happens to this atom will happen to that atom. No matter how that, far away it is. Oh, that makes me feel weird. <laughs> yes, isn't that is weird? And that like and it kind of ties into like the parallel, like the parallel universe theory, and like which what if I mean, oh, it's just all of these questions too, like what if we are just in a in one of these parallel universes where there we are the only intelligent life? What if we're in a, this universe where there is this ultimate like alien being that goes and wipes out any form of intelligent life before it can do anything to like go against them or anything like that? Like there's there's just so much that like we truly don't that we just truly don't know. And like, but it's it's also like Chris said, it's really it's really cool because like there's there's also so much that we still have left to like discover, and like if we as like humans all understood that or like could think about the fact that everything is connected, that like like what Chris just said, like with the entanglement theory, that like we're connected, we could be connected to stars and people and aliens and animals or whatever from however many other worlds could all be like a part of of us and like who we are and like we're connected to all of that like we all came from 
like I said, whatever the fuck happened in the Big Bang, mm -hmm. wherever the fuck we all came from, we all came from the same place. Yep. And like, ooh, just give That's me. Cool. That's really know. cool to think about, though. That's something that makes your brain kind of like tingle. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. It's like it's like when you watch like how the universe works, and Morgan Freeman just like rips your brain in half and you're just like oh my god oh my god <laughs> i'm learning so much and yet i still know so oh my god, <laughs> what's his name owen wilson <laughs> wow that's a real thinker okay on on some real stuff though like because of this question and the way that like the way that all three of us have kind of we're all just kind of like what so i if you hear this episode seriously even if this is the only time you write to us please, yes, i please. really want to know your guys's opinion on this subject in specific because like i said it kind of touches into my subject a little bit it touches into chris's subject a little bit yeah. so i kind of want to know your guys's thoughts this because i am just genuinely curious yeah. what other people have to say about yeah. this and even if you're religious i know i said that comment i was like rest in peace to people who think that are like politically seated in their faith like i'm not like trying to shit on you it's just like i believe in i personally believe in scientific evidence and scientific evidence has shown that the earth is 4.9 billion years old so that's just my opinion i'm not gonna shit on you for your opinion i think it's so interesting to learn about what other people think and like how they view the world and their place in it and their place in the universe like it's just it's really cool to talk about and like have those conversations and well, like just the three of us like i feel like we could talk about this for actual days and like oh for sure with you guys oh my god like so many new ideas and like things being introduced and just like it could just be like a little think tank and Oh, it would be so nice. So please, like Darielle said, even if this is the only one that you respond to, please email us. That would be so cool. Love to hear your guys' thoughts on all of this. Absolutely. And we, uh, Does that kind of wrap up what you wanted to talk about? I mean, is I guess, yeah. To That's really it. I mean, the, the other two questions, like the second question is that life is out there, but intelligence isn't. That's yeah, like I don't believe that. No, okay. that's like so stupid. That honestly kind of contradicts it Yeah. That intelligent life is abundant, but well, it doesn't contradict that sentence in specific, but it, oh. you're right. It does contradict itself a little bit. Yeah. Well, okay, so all cuz there are things out there that are stupid. Like there are humans that are stupid. Yeah. Well, okay, so I'll read from this article because it brings up good points about each one, and I really only paid attention to the ones that I was interested in, which was the third one. So um, I'll read this. This is also coming from theatlantic.com. Um, if you look it up, it's theatlantic.com. <laughs> oh, God. Just do the first slash. <laughs> yeah, Atlantic.com slash technology, and then just look under that. I'm sure there's a search, and then look up, but seriously, where is everybody? And you'll be able to find it. Um, so the second, um, what it says about the second question here is, um, 
this is also coming from, I think this is coming from kind of like a podcast of scientists talking about this question. Um, and this woman named Ellen Stefan um, predicts that we'll find evidence of simple life on Mars or a faraway moon within the next 10 or 30 years. But she's imagining something more like microbes or algae, not underwater cities in the liquid methane lakes of Titan. This shifts the question from where is everybody to a more sophisticated query. What precisely is keeping an infinitude of dumb molecules from assembling to form an abundance of, of intelligent life? Yeah. That's um, some Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> so it says, think about all the factors that add up to the creation of a human. First, the spark of life, followed by the creation of simple cells, then complex multicellular organisms, then the formation of organs like brains. If human-like intelligence is rare, one of these steps must be quite insurmountable. For example, it's notable that Earth has several million species of life but only one has produced a civilization that we know of. The relative silence of the universe suggests some kind of great filter that, that is restricting the creation of more intelligent beings. More ominously, some scientists think it's possible that this great filter isn't in our distant past, but rather in our future. So it's not that intelligent life is rare, but rather that it pops into existence for a few, or for a few thousand years before getting wiped out of existence for mysterious reasons. As in, they destroy themselves, something kills their planet by the time it's taken them to get there. Like, so that question, yeah, that question, like, it's really interesting to think about, especially if you think, like, what if every single civilization that got to our point got to our point where we are at and just destroyed themselves? That would just be chaos. If every civilization got to the point where we are at. Well, first of all, there would be intergalactic wars for sure. Not, I'm surprised that there already isn't, but nobody wants well, to. Well, that's what I'm saying. I understand. That's what I'm saying is like, what if each civilization literally got to like our point today? Like, they got to a point oh, where technology can advancement. And then they something. treat their people like shit to get there. All of this shit happened. Oh my God, you were just talking about how you guys. Read that, it is all, it heard that story or whatever in the next 40 years if we don't change everything. Like, mm -hmm. oh my yeah. god, I think I just had an epiphany and not a good one. Yeah. Oh, like, god. what if that just happens every time? Intelligent life becomes intelligent enough that they learn how to make themselves better, but they don't learn how to do it sustainably and and to spread out the quote unquote wealth amongst yeah. everybody to make it to where it is at a point where it is sustainable. Exactly. And even if they don't do that, like pe people, not not every like an alien life or intelligent life, but like the intelligent life that we know of are greedy, we're like money hungry. Money hungry. Greedy. Yeah, yeah. Like backstabbing, we selfish like it They'll, basically any you just listed off all of the qualifications of like a politician like politicians don't like i feel like politicians don't really okay listen i'm just gonna put this out there we're not a political podcast we're not like True. a religious podcast we're totally open to anything and everything and you know whether our views align with yours or not like everyone is Everyone has a right to their opinion. So I, what I have to say about this is I feel like politicians, sure, it is put into our brains that like, oh, they're fighting for the 
by like they're here to help you. But realistically, the way we were talking about it yesterday, finding out how many people in politics in the upper ups of the world are related. Yeah. How many of them are related? Just one person is related to 17 other famous people? Yeah. What kind of a coincidence is that? How is it that you don't know that someone in Grand Junction is related to Barack Obama yeah. who's related to all of these other people? <laughs> exactly. Like, that is crazy to me. And it sketch. But my point is, I feel like politicians, they're in our heads. They're like, oh, yeah, they fight for you. They're here to, like, hear your voice and hear what you want. But mm -hmm. if you walk down the street and you ask really any person do you feel like what anyone has done, your voice has been heard, and the things that you feel like you want to have gotten help with or have want to change, do you feel like that has happened? Or do you feel represented? That's an even better question. And I can guarantee you at least 7 out of 10 people are going to say no. Yeah. You want to know the three people that are going to say yes? Republic. Rich people in the upper ups who yeah. don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. And that's they're, just a fact. They're all going to be white men, I promise you, 110%. All of them are going to be white men or women. And that's yeah. another thing. Like, if you think about it, like, other forms of life getting to the point that we have been at, do, do you think that other life forms would have broken it down by, like, race or by gender or, like... Or whatever. It really makes you think, like, do stereotypes exist in other... In yeah. other places. Like, and what if they really do? And like and like and that's that's what I mean is like what if like all these stereotypes that other civilizations could have tear them apart and separate them from one another and create these divides. That's really I feel kind of like a scientist talking then they about just, this. But this is kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Like that little tadpole could turn into a giant monster king and oh, what? Exactly. Like you drop enough chemicals in boom, you create a monster. <laughs> it's just I don't know, it's just like it makes you think there are also so many places that like people have discovered, like people know about. Like there's a giant sinkhole somewhere in the world that is like literally never ending and they still don't know how it got there, they don't know what it does, they don't they haven't been able to, like, send anybody in there, obviously, but, like, the government took that piece of land and shut it off from the world so nobody knows what's going on. So it basically doesn't exist now. And that's what happens with every single, like, monumentally groundbreaking thing is it gets taken away from the public eye. And I feel, I mean, obviously not everybody needs to know everything, but I feel like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. No, you're okay. I agree. It's just kind of a weird thing to think about. Like when you, the more you break it down, the more you think about it, the more it's like, well, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, really. Like, really, if you just like sit and think about any of these things, you're just gonna be left like drooling on your couch, and your brain's gonna be like melting out. <laughs> yeah. Like. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just. Oh, that was a good topic. That was such a good one. Um, that was a good one. Hey, you got something to chew on. That was super cool. Got y'all. I try. I try. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm glad it ended up being better because I honestly didn't know how that one was going to go just because of like I didn't have a lot. And... Well, the ones that get you talking are usually the best ones. Yeah. Mine was kind of hard because mine was a lot of stories. 
No, and that's that's always good too. Because I stories like, are so that's like something that peaks somebody's experience. Oh, I don't know if we're gonna keep this in the podcast or not, but after this episode, we should follow up with like uh our paranormal experiences like relatively soon after we get this episode out there. I agree. Because I think that would be a really good progression of things. Be like, well, we talked about some of this stuff to just kind of like get you guys thinking. Here's some experiences that we have personally had. Because your cabin yeah. stories fucked me up, bro. Here's um, the stories I was like, oh my, I don't ever. And your Jack experience, I was like, oh hell no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's like easily an entire hour of just fucking personal experiences yeah i think that would be such a good episode yeah no really we'll totally record that None next time well i think that about wraps up this one though that was yes yeah. that kind of makes me excited that's just like crazy yeah it kind of makes my stomach feel weird to think about aliens like being out there and like potentially having like an alien race war because like you just don't know mm-hmm. Yeah, no. That makes me want to go into space leisurely and just see what's going on out there. Yeah, I want to be able to like travel. Who is it, Jeff Bezos? You wanna you wanna toss us some money yeah. so that the three of us can go to space and like uh-huh. test out some of our theories, see what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Like just like just let us travel like a couple light years and then we'll come back and tell you guys what's up. Oh my god! Yeah. Exactly. Recording an episode there in a fucking space. Oh. That'd be cool. Like that episode of iCarly where they were going to go to space. <laughs> they couldn't even make it through the test. <laughs> that would be us to be Hey, it'll happen. Honestly, no, that, that would be so fucking cool. I would love that. Make a little space trip. We just go to like a couple of... A little episodes. space trip. Just like we're going to Florida. A little <laughs> space trip. We stayed up all summer for this, you guys. Are you excited? We make vacation, you know, just a week or so in space. Exactly. You know, there's some nice Airbnbs up there. Yeah. This is a nice little <laughs> friend blurb. My friend blurb. <laughs> all right. Oh. You guys know your song recommendations? Oh, fuck me. No. This is the beauty of my Spotify Discover Weekly. I usually just pick a random song that I like from it. Oh, yeah. It sounds like every other Russ song. What a surprise. (laughs) Should I do that Black Sheep song? (laughs) By Walker Hayes. Black Sheep. It's the Black Sheep. Black Sheep. That sounds disgusting. No, Chris, this song kind of slaps. Listen. Can you hear it? I can only hear it when you talk. Oh. Send up your phone and see if you guys need to That is the hoe shit. That is the hoe shit. Send it to me. Wait, is that, is that what, you, what, what you're going to recommend? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have, you can go, and then Logan can go last. It's like Old Town Road. Oh. You want to go first, Chris? Yeah, I'll go first. I just had a little incident. I knocked. Uh, I will take the reins on this one. I got mine already. 
for this episode, I'm going to go ahead and recommend the song Ding Dong by Katya featuring Trixie Mattel. All right. Oh, no oh other fucking way. Whoever does not know who Katya and or Trixie Mattel are, they oh, are drag queens. Oh, educate yourselves, please. Absolutely. But they were on multiple seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, their Ivy song, as most of our other songs are. This one's oh, yeah. very Russian. They're very different. So if you're in the mood to listen to something really fucking different, then listen to this song. Right? There's a little, re- <laughs> There's a little reference in that song to Silence of the Lambs, too. So Oh. It's kind of cool. Oh, I love those two. Iconic. They need to have like an actual TV show of just uh like it can't change at all, but be on TV. Agreed. They deserve it. Mm, I absolutely agree. Mm, they do. Um, I will go next for song recommendations. Uh, the song that I'm doing, I I just listened to it today or yesterday, and I just really liked it. It's kind of like it reminded me of almost like a rave. Uh, keep in mind I've never been to one. But it very much gives me, like, party dance vibes. It's called Guts by Aiden Alexander. It's pretty good, though. I thought it was in my Discover, because that sounds so familiar. I think it was in my Discover Weekly last week. We have really similar Discover. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. How do you spell Aiden? Oh. A-I-D-A-N. A N A I D A N. Yeah. Aid and. I don't. Found it. Hey Um. All right. Well, I guess that uh leads into my song. Um, this one is. It's just a stupid song. It gives me Old Town Road vibes. Just like. It's like stupid, but it's very vibey and like it's catchy and like i don't know you can definitely bump this in your car so it's um it's called black sheep um i think that's just the name of the song but on spotify it's called black sheep dash eight track um and it's by walker hayes (laughs) but it's really good it just yeah just listen to it and you'll know what i mean by uh old town road vibes um it's just like literally the same thing. So yeah, go check that one out. Go check these two songs out. We will have a Spotify playlist um, available. Oh, we do have it a Spotify the, playlist. I think we might still be trying to figure out Spotify, but if it's not up, it'll be soon. We have one on Apple Pod on Apple somewhere. Apple Music. Apple Music. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's out there somewhere. You can find it, and Spotify is coming soon we're just having some like snafus figuring out how to get different people to have access to it so if it's not out now it will be eventually so just bear with us (laughs) well awesome guys uh i think that just about wraps up the conspiracy episode all in all uh go ahead and tell us what you thought of it like they were saying earlier on this episode we definitely want to hear what you have to say we urge you Please. We urge you for only 19 cents a day. (laughs) You can save a child's life. (laughs) Give us them thoughts. Give us them opinions. 
Um, and you can do that um, if you can uh, email us at theminorities, that's T-E-A-S, at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on wherever you're listening. Um, that would be Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, I think we're even on Pandora, uh, Podbean. Um, basically anywhere that you get your sounds for the day, that's where you're going to find us on. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. It's the same as the Gmail, at the minorities, uh, to stay updated with us. Uh, yeah, just like... Like this episode, leave us a comment, tell us what you thought, share it with your friends, colleagues, you know. Share it with someone who, like, doesn't think aliens exist and see what they do. (laughs) Record them shitting on us and send us. It would be hilarious. Like, give it to us. We're we're all waiting for some criticism. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Gotta improve somehow, right? Uh, (laughs) Oh. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you next time. time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.